ahead, man. Take us home. It's a white-hot playoff run. After taking down the number one seed, it's time to renew the postseason rivalry between the Heat and the Knicks. We knew what we were capable of, even if nobody else outside of this building believed in us. That's fine. Things are really heating up. Presented by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Heating up is also presented by Duffy Sports Grill. Our game is always on. Over the top. To Butler. Over Jimmy Butler. Now, here's Theo Dorsey and JMP. It is a beautiful and sunny day in South Florida. It is a day of celebration. It is a day of close out on a Wednesday. And uh, it's uh, a little cloudier, I'm sure, up north in New York City at the Mecca at Madison Square Garden, at least for the Knicks fans that will be in attendance tonight. Heat Knicks Game 5. I'm Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. And oh, do I love how the Miami Heat have the Knicks on the ropes. He's JMP. We're heating up ahead of Game 5 tip-off at 7.30. You can hear it here on ESPN 106.3. You can watch it on TNT. And no matter where you watch, where you listen, or how you consume tonight's game, JMP, uh, what do you think is the result um, as the Miami Heat march into Madison Square Garden as the ultimate villains, but uh, also guys that are looking to put the Knicks out of their misery? My ultimate forecast Mm. for the New York Knicks, as Clubber Lang said in Rocky Three, pain. (laughs) <laughs> Pain. I, I just, I just look. I think the Heat are the better team. I think, even though I don't know talent-wise if they are the better team, but they are certainly performing like the better team. They are doing all of those little things, not to use the cliche, but offensive rebounding was phenomenal in Game Four. Hustle plays, veteran Moxie. You know they've done this with Jimmy Butler being great, but not necessarily playoff Jimmy. And the New York Knicks look like they are unraveled. I believe that's what the forecast is for tonight. We saw earlier in the day Jimmy Butler, a picture of him standing in a what looked like a nice, beautiful five-star hotel, outlooking the sky, uh, you know, just a backdrop of New York City in front of him. And it just looked like Doomsday is headed for the Knicks. We'll have to see in uh, just a little over an hour here. But we still haven't got, like you said, JMP, Jimmy Butler's been good this series. Through four games and really three games because he missed game two. That's the one game that the Knicks got. But like we say, it can't be Heat in five unless, well, the Knicks get one. <laughs> exactly. Unless the Knicks get one. So they got their one in game two with Jimmy Butler absent. Just like the Bucks got their one in game two last series. Exactly. And, and Jimmy was there for that one. But the difference was the Bucks shot, a, I think, what, the most threes of all yeah. time in a yeah, playoff game? Yeah, I mean, game? they, they, they yeah. hit like a gazillion threes. Yeah. That didn't happen the rest of the series. That didn't happen the rest of the series. And we expect the Heat to close it out tonight. But again, Ahead of Game 5, you have Jimmy Butler um, staring down the skyline of New York City. You have Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley uh, during shoot-around just just chopping it up, chopping it up in the seats there at at Madison Square Garden um, as they prepare to not play with their food. And you have a Miami Heat team that is um, now looking maybe even at what's happening in the other series. Of course, they're focused, but at least as Heat fans, we're looking at the other series. So before we get into who would we rather see between the Celtics and Sixers, before we get into um, a preview of tonight's Game 5, as we always do, JMP, we got to get the opening drive, the opening drive from Game 4, and that's always courtesy of Bev Smith Toyota and Bev Smith Kia. Game 4 was Monday night at 
Kaseya Center. Game four was not just a time for, for the Miami Heat to, they were up 2-1 going into it, not just a time for them to make their mark on this series, but also uh, it, it turned out to be a time where they would kind of, kind of beat the Knicks into submission a bit, as we heard what Julius Randle said afterwards, as we see what the Knicks fans have been um, kind of echoing since that game went down. 109-101, the Miami Heat won game four, and instead of just dropping audio from what happened there, uh, how about some stats? Why not? Jimmy Butler didn't have the big 40-point Jimmy Butler game. Remember Evan Cohen we had on before game four said, I'm expecting 40 from Jimmy. He didn't give us that, but he gave us a great game, right? Yeah, yeah, he gave us a great game. He was my Duffy's MVP pick, which... I think it's going to, if we go back, it's going to go to another player yeah. uh, that you're probably going to mention in a minute. But yeah, I mean, Jimmy was great, but what seems to be the theme in this series, and this is something we've talked about on Heating Up, is is this the Knicks double-teaming Jimmy Butler, sometimes throwing yeah. three guys on him? Is this health? Or behind door number three, which my guess this has, you know, I'm not, not to discount uh, the first two things, but my guess is Jimmy is going into this series and after a couple of games says, we have the better team. Mm. And for me, what's best is I don't have to, you know, we know Jimmy paces himself in the regular season, sometimes to frustration with Heat fans. Most times. Jim, yeah, most <laughs> times. Jim, yeah, I can't be too negative because right. he's been absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. But I think Jimmy in this series is saying, look, you know, I could be 80% playoff Jimmy. I could be 85% playoff Jimmy. But we don't need me to be 40-point-per-game Jimmy Butler, and it's important to get other guys going. You know, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, who struggled the last couple of games, but obviously was big early on in this series. Yeah. Kyle Lowry, who I think has had, you know, for a guy that I've been very negative on uh, throughout his Heat career, uh, I've never been more proud of Kyle Lowry in his two years of his Heat jersey than I have in this postseason. And I think, you know, Jimmy kind of facilitating – trying to get those guys involved more. I think that, that, that that's helped them in this series, and assuming they close things out, hopefully tonight, it's going to help them moving forward in the Eastern Conference Finals. It really should. It also would help, too, to get this series done now because it looks like Celtic Sixers could end up going seven. But back to game four, Heat-Knicks. Again, Heat won that one 109-101, taking the 3-1 series lead. Jimmy Butler, he didn't need 40. Instead, he gave us 27 points. 10 assists, and 6 boards. Uh, the Knicks were double-teaming Jimmy, um, and Jimmy's a willing passer. As soon as the double came, he would heave it out. Rotations get going, and, and the Heat were able to find open jumper after open jumper or wide-open guy cutting to the lane. Speaking of guy cutting to the lane, bam out of bio. There's my Duffy's. There's my retroactive yeah. Duffy's MVP. 23 points and 13 boards for bam out of bio, but more so than just that, he didn't lose it at all on the defensive end. The intensity was there. He made it so tough on on guys like Julius Randle, um, Mitchell Robinson, and, and Isaiah Hardenstein not getting anything easy around the rim, and also not getting those those just back breaking offensive rebounds that the Knicks not only got in games one and game two of this series, but that's how they kind of you know pushed and bullied the Cavs out of the playoffs in round one. Bam Adebayo's ability to seal stuff up for the Heat, as well as still be productive on the offensive end, is this his best game of this postseason so far? Yeah, I think so. And I'll take it one step further. I'm somebody that, at this point, for me, Bam is who he is. Yeah. I'm not looking for Bam as some others are, you know, talking about how aggressive he's being and, and wanting him to turn into Joel Embiid. He's not that player. He's more Draymond Green. He's more, you know, Sean Marion. He's more, you know, that type of player. 
than he is a Joel Embiid. That being said, Game 4, those are the types of games where the Heat fans that want more from Bam Adebayo, they look to that game because he was aggressive, he was hunting mismatches, he was going attacking switches, and there was one basket, I think it was in the third quarter, Bam Adebayo, he's got Mitchell Robinson, who's got, what, like five inches yeah. uh, on him in the post, shot clock winding down. He throws up like a, a baby hook shot right over Mitchell Robinson and scores. I didn't know Bam had that in his back. He's got a lot of like semi-crafty kind of things that he tries out, but it's funny because he even at times it feels like he has a three-point shot in his bag, but he doesn't use it. Well, right? he tried. He tried to have the heat check, like game-winning th- or the game-clinching Peppa's three uh, yeah. in, in late in Game Four. Yeah, yeah, and then you know what? You still get the win. You still get the win. Max threw sixteen points, six boards, four three-pointers made. He's been the most of all the undrafted free agents, of all the unheralded stars of this Miami Heat team. Uh, he's been the most consistent throughout the postseason for the Heat. He's been the one that you can count on, um, slashing to the basket, hitting open jumpers, shooting with confidence. Um, and again, four threes, needed all four of them there to close out um, game four for the Miami Heat. Yeah, it's even, I was thinking about this question. I wanted to ask you, like, take away Jimmy, take away Bam. Like, who's been... Who's been the best or kind of the person that has surprised you the most of the other guys? Is it, it, is it Max Struess? It still, to me, would be Gabe Vincent. I, I would have to go with Gabe Vincent over Struess, but Struess has been more consistent. I think Gabe Vincent, his highs, right. this playoffs, have been amazing. They've been like right on time for the Heat. Him being the point guy, him being a guy that was getting up shots early. What was that game? Was it game five against the Bucks, and then also game two against the, uh, against the Knicks? It felt like he knew... He was going to be like a number one type option early on in the game, and he really took advantage right. of it, plus his defense. I think his defensive intensity on Jalen Brunson, yeah. making them work deep into the shot clock. Like, this dude is earning his keep. I tweeted out, I think it was during that Bucks Heat series, I tweeted out future all-star Gabe Vincent. And, of course, <laughs> it was tongue-in-cheek. It was super heat homer of me, but, like— I mean, he's going to get, you know, he's going to get paid this offseason. He's so Struce. He's going to get a bag. He and Struce are going to get a bag, and the only thing you can hope as Heat fans is that it doesn't go the way of some of the other guys in the past who have gotten a bag after great production under Eric Spolstra, under this Heat team, and, and sometimes it just doesn't pan out, Duncan Robinson. Yeah, no, that's where, I mean— Hassan uh, Whiteside, yeah. Tyler Johnson. I, yeah, I, I, look— at some point, Deion I'm Waiters. not sure if I'm going to want. Yeah, I'm not James sure. Johnson. Well, my my whole thing with it. <laughs> look, I love the one year guys. Yeah, like that are on the prove it contracts because then you get the best heat performance, you get the best heat shape, and then I don't want them re-signed. Yeah. So like, I love Max Struess. If Max Struess is going to get twenty million dollars a year, like Ooh. it's been a great it's been a great start <laughs> to your career. Go do that in Chicago or someplace else. Same okay. with Gabe Vincent. Before we get too negative, dropping off our undrafted players, let's let's we can wrap up the opening drive, opening drive yeah. for game four. Because at least during this playoff run, they are necessary. Uh, keep earning those um those those game Fair checks that you're getting now. Uh, the Heat out rebound the Knicks, forty four thirty five. The Knicks fans as well as Stephen A. Smith turn on Julius Randle. We'll get to all of that, but of course, your opening drive uh, always brought to you by Bev Smith Kia, Bev Smith. Toyota. Let's go Miami. Let's go Miami. The playoffs are heating up and so are the savings at Bev Smith Toyota and Bev Smith Kia in Fort Pierce. Now's the best time to buy with big inventory and big savings at each Bev Smith location. New Kias, new Toyotas, quality used vehicles all on sale with slam dunk deals this month. Plus, when you buy from Bev Smith Toyota or Bev Smith Kia, you get a lifetime warranty. Plus, 
Bev Smith Toyota and Bev Smith Kia need vehicles, so guess what? They're giving more than ever before for yours. Visit Bev Smith Toyota or Bev Smith Kia today. And as you get ready to support the Miami Heat tonight in Game 5 against the Knicks at the Mecca, don't, don't do so feeling bad for the New York Knicks. Don't do so knowing that you know Knicks fans who, who just love to parade the streets and 7th Avenue was so lit after Game 2. I mean, when they beat up on the undrafted free agents, the, the Jimmy Butler and Tim, Tyler Hero-less Miami Heat in Game 2, you would have thought they won the championship out there around Madison Square Garden. Uh, all, of that, all of that fun that the Knicks fans were having, let's not, let's not be sad for them that it's over with. Let's, let's actually let's get ready for the party. Let's get ready for the celebration, not just for the Knicks fans who get to stop watching this whore in this team trot out there every night. And, and again, in Game 4, it felt like they quit about two quarters in. <laughs> but also, the Knicks players themselves, Julius Randle, Isaiah Hardenstein, you know, Mitchell Robinson, Jalen Brunson. These guys get to go on vacation. Can I get some vacation music going right quick? Let's get the... Yeah. Woo! Cancun is right around the corner, baby. Cancun on three. One, two, three. Cancun! Woo! The vibes are immaculate. I mean, think about this. Now, where do you think their vacation destinations are? Is it all Cancun or do they, you know... Does Julius Randle get Cancun? Does Brunson get Cancun? That's a good question because Julius Randle strikes me as a guy who, who's more he, – he's going to go to Dominican Republic. He's going to yeah. go to the DR. The DR. He, yeah. he'll, be, he'll be packing his bags, going to the DR. He might bring Mitchell Robinson with him. Now, Jalen Brunson, Jalen Brunson, he's kind of new to this. He's going to Cancun. Yeah, he may be going to he, – he's the one that I feel like the most is going to be in the lab, like – pretty ticked off of what happened he'll be working he'll he'll, he'll be work. but first you got to enjoy the vacation part That's of it true. too you got to break it up so what about rj barrett RJ, a pretty good series you know rj he seems kind of basic to me though right so like i don't think he's pulling out the passport no? i don't think he's pulling out the passport rj is gonna go he might just stay in miami he might just go from madison square back to miami even though there won't be a game six hit like clubs he's gonna hit the clubs he's gonna hit south <laughs> beach he's a young bull he's still a he's young like gun. i did my part yeah they're ripping on Julius Randle. I'm not public enemy number one. And that's the crazy thing. Julius Randle. How about we can we get to Julius Randle? I feel like we've taken too long. The party. Yeah, let's let's we can pump the pump the brakes on the party music because the Knicks still do have to play tonight. Trust me, JMP. We're going back to that party music. We're we're still gonna have a ball because that's what the the Knicks, even the pregame speeches, I'm guessing what Tom Thibodeau's in the locker room saying is going to I don't in think Tom ear. Thibodeau, by the way, is going to Cancun. No, 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 he won't. <laughs> he doesn't feel like a Cancun <laughs> guy to me. Where does a guy like Tom Thibodeau actually <laughs> vacation? <laughs> Somewhere I, you like know Russia, what? I can see him going like to Russia. Somewhere oh, I, where it's I real was serious. Say, I was gonna say Vegas or Atlantic City. Like feels like he's a guy three in the morning, like blackjack table. Yeah, but not not like the high roller celebrity blackjack table. Just the like, do me one. Yeah, yeah. And he's speaking in that voice. Yeah, yeah. And he's got the he's got a hat on. He's got some shades, a cigar next to him. <laughs> I can see that. I can see it. He, he he looks like a guy that would like to enjoy himself, but he won't allow himself. Oh, to yeah. enjoy himself. No, absolutely not. Um, so, yeah, at, before we, you know, the Knicks celebration is about to come. As soon as that, that buzzer goes off and the Heat move on to the conference finals and the Knicks get to go on vacation, it will be fun. But it sounds like Julius Randle, Knicks all-star, uh, one of the guys that is looked at as a foundational piece for this New York Knicks team. He was heralded when the Knicks made the playoffs two years ago and made that run. Uh, they were propping him up to be that guy again, but it sounds like this is after game four against Julius Randle in a more defeated tone um, that maybe he's coming to grips with vacation being right around the corner. It's just uh, maybe they want it more. I don't know. That's been who we are all year. And uh, we got to find a way to you know, step up and, and make those plays if we want to keep this season alive. 
Now, what Julius Randle was talking about there, he was asked, <laughs> he was asked about the rebound. He was asked about crashing the glass and the offensive boards and how they got out-rebounded Miami. Now, that's two games in a row, I believe now. Um, and that was their specialty. And his answer to that is the guy that's supposed to be one of the main ones shoring up the boards, cleaning gla- the glass for the Knicks, is maybe they wanted more. Maybe they wanted more. That, that sounds like a white flag. And then we just gotta, you know, we just gotta make the play. when you when you resort to we just gotta make the plays. Maybe they wanted more. Oh, uh, yeah, you're kind of checked out. Usually that's post. That's like after you've been bounced. They wanted it more than us. Like you, you're you saying that in the middle of the series, as a guy that we also have a lot of video and tape on, on in Game Four of of not getting back on defense kind of sailing out on offensive plays, not really trying, looking like the effort wasn't there. And for him to say that in that moment ahead of going back home, I don't know, man. It sounds like they're ready to pack their bags, Dampy. Yeah, it sounds like at the very least the Heat have gotten in Julius Randle's head. And when you get in Julius Randle's head, it's not a good place to be for Julius Randle. Not a good place for Julius Randle. I'm not sure if it's even a good place to be yourself. But the Heat now find themselves in a place where they're one win away from making it to the conference finals for the third time in four years in the Jimmy Butler era. They're also one win away from being an eight seed to make the conference finals in the East. And you're looking at the other side of it, the Lakers might make it as a seven seed. It is a crazy year in the NBA. It's also crazy because of the fact that the it feels like the regular season just doesn't matter as much anymore with what the Heat and the Lakers and even the Warriors were able to do this year in the postseason. All of that stuff, good and fun. But I think what might be more fun for us to do today, again, as we're inching closer and closer to tip off at Madison Square Garden for game five for the for the beginning of vacation for the Knicks, is to maybe bring a Knicks fan on and chop it up with him about it. Noah Carbone um, from the Palm Beach Kennel Club, the general manager of the Poker Room. He's, uh, he's, he's actually a, a Philadelphia Eagles fan. He's really big on that, but also one of his uh, the biggest strikes against him He's a New York Knicks fan. Yeah, I, I want to get into this dynamic. I don't understand I the Eagles-Knicks dynamic here. He's a little confused, but maybe we can clear all of that up and maybe get some of his thoughts on if he's turned his back on Randall, if he has any hope left in this series or any hope left at all um, just in his Knicks fandom in general. It might be a sad segment. Either way, we got to do it. We got to do it. Can I get some vacation music on the way out here? Look, come on, because it might be sad for the day, but tomorrow is going to be bright and shiny in Cancun, baby. <laughs> Tomorrow in Cabo, in Bali, wherever you want to go. Dominican Republic for Julius Randle. It's a party, baby. And you ain't got to deal with the Miami Heat no more. One more night. Next step. (laughs) That's JMP. I'm Theo Dorsey. We're heating up on ESPN 106.3. Go ahead, man. Take us home. It's a white-hot playoff run. After taking down the number one seed, it's time to renew the postseason rivalry between the Heat and the Knicks. We knew what we were capable of, even if nobody else outside of this building believed in us. That's fine. Things are really heating up. Presented by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Heating Up is also presented by Duffy Sports Grill. Our game is always on. Over the top. To Butler. Open. Jimmy Butler. Now, here's Theo Dorsey and JMP.
And we are back into heating up. I'm Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. That's JMP right there. We are less than an hour now. Tip off. Heat Knicks. You can catch it on TNT. You can hear it right here on ESPN 106.3. It's game five. It's a closeout Wednesday for Miami at the Mecca. And who better else to join today than Noah Carbone, general manager of the poker room at the PBKC. Also a, a, a noted New York Knicks fan. And before we even start talking Knicks heat, my guy JMP here, he, he had questions, Noah, because I told him Knicks fan and Eagles fan. Now, two things here. My Chiefs bounced your Eagles in the in the Super Bowl already, and now my Heat have your Knicks on the brink. So I hope we don't have any hard feelings. And also, you do have to explain the whole being a Knicks fan and an Eagles fan simultaneously. Well, let's start. We do have hard feelings. <laughs> we're starting. We're starting to build those up quick. So you have to understand what growing up in South Jersey, almost by right in the middle of Jersey. So where we grew up. It was wide open for sports, so you could either go west and you could go with the Philly teams, or you could have went um, north and you could go with the New York teams, some of those Meadowlands, Jersey, New York teams. You could have had your choice. So somehow along the line, I fell into football first with the Eagles, and then my other friends were Knicks fans, so I fell into that category for, for, um, for basketball. So there's, you get some flexibility when you grew up right in the middle of New Jersey. How, but just how grim is it? to be? Just be completely honest with us right now. I know that this year it felt like it was y'all's time again. You got the orange and blue sky, Stephen A. Smith throwing parades early. You get through the first round with ease over the Cavaliers as the underseeded team. Just how rough is it right now for Knicks fans, not just worldwide, but here, right here in South Florida? It's tough for Knicks fans in South Florida. I mean, it's uh, you know we're trying to get this rivalry going again, but we're just not we're just not as competitive as Miami's been in the past twenty years. Uh, you know, I I, uh, I remember the Hardaway days when Hardaway's playing against Allen Houston and all those games and how competitive it was. And it was it, frankly, it was a totally different uh, style of basketball. We played defense. They're fighting on the court. The coach is getting involved. Um, but you know, in order to get to that level again. Uh, we have to play a lot better, and without any offensive output like we haven't been having in the past two games, um, I just don't see it happening. Now, I know you guys are calling it, what's the holiday? Close out Wednesday. Close what, out Wednesday, baby, yeah. So I have my coin. Uh, the, the, the Knicks fans are calling it Extends Day. So <laughs> today is Extends Day. So I we're trying it. to extend the series for one more. <laughs> and another thing, and if, do you remember the last team in any sport that's come back from a 3-1 deficit? You probably remember, right? The last team, it was it? The, the, the Panthers. The Florida Panthers last oh, round. Just, now, yeah. let's not forget. Well, that's part of closeout Wednesday, too. Two weeks ago, we were in the same boat, but on the other side of the boat, where the Panthers oh. were down 3-1, to one, and here we are. So, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. We still have a game to be played tonight. Well, I, I, and Noah, I will say that I know there's there's this makes no sense, but like the part of the pessimistic Heat fan, believe it or not, there are like pessimistic Heat fans, although they're also cocky Heat fans. <laughs> And I'm a little bit of both. Like, my head does jump to, all right, I remember 1997. I remember the Heat going, or the Knicks going up three games to one, absolutely looking like they dominated the Heat, looking like they, they dominated their spirit. And you go back to Miami, and then, you know, P.J. Brown, Charlie Ward, and then it's three straight. And so I'm thinking, well, gosh, is this going to be like the, the, the revenge of this? Yeah, and that la- the last game is the hardest. Let's let's not let's not kid ourselves. It, it's easy to go. You're up two one. It's easy to get to three one. But when you're on the road and you're in the garden and you have to you have to finish it off, there's a good chance you're looking at three two. 
there's a good chance. And then, you know, you end up with 3-2, and now you're looking at coming back to Miami and maybe trying to steal one on a road and, and you know, end up 3-3. We don't know. So uh, I, I think everybody has to slow down in closing things out today, and, and uh, let's just see what happens out there. Heat Knicks tonight. It's game five at the Garden. We got Noah Carbone on with myself, Theo Dorsey, and JMP. We're heating up ahead of game five. This is um this is Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith, who I'm sure you might have heard this already, or at least you know his sentiment, listening to Stephen A. Smith here on First Take. For me, when I look at him, I'm just done. Now, I understand he shows up to work every day, so I give him a lot of love and credit for that. And certainly during the regular season, you can take Julius Randle all day, every day. But come postseason time, you got to find a better option than this brother. He's not going to do it for you. They figure him out. They know his game. They know he's always, even when he's going right, J.J., he's still going left. I mean, with the left. He's not ambidextrous in any way. He's not going to use his right hand. You know what he's going to do. He's very transparent and predictable. I'm just of that mindset that I'm done believing in this. That's what I mean when I say I'm done. I'm done believing in him in the postseason. See, that's Stephen A. Smith again on Julius Randle, a guy who had a decent numbers in game four, but you can tell the effort wasn't there and he definitely did not contribute to winning. Where do you stand on Julius Randle as a Knicks fan? I'm not far off from Stephen. I I, I think that we don't have he, he have, has Jimmy Buckets and, and he can turn it on. He takes the game over. I don't think Julius has the same uh, same initiative on, on all these games. And, and you wait for it to happen and you're praying that's going to happen. You're hoping that's going to happen. And then it just doesn't happen. It doesn't look like the effort there or the consistency or, or the clutchness. Um, so, yeah, at, at some point you have, to, uh, you have to cut bait. Yeah, and it might be looking that way. I mean, it, that, that mixed with the fact that the Heat just look and feel not more well, not just more prepared, but also like a better team right now. It just it's grim right now. I don't want you guys making rush judgment here. Don't get rid of a, an all star, but I mean it is it is feeling kind of weird. AJMP, uh, Noah, on to something that probably makes you a little bit happier. Um, what's been going on at the Palm Beach Kennel Club today? And uh, pretty big next couple of weeks, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty busy up here. Yeah, so on the bright side uh, of my uh, outlook. <laughs> Is uh, we have the Chris Moneymaker tour here now. So uh, as you guys might have heard, um, from, and he has some huge ESPN fame himself. Chris Moneymaker is hosting an event here um, at our facility um, over the next two weeks with some large guarantees. Um, Chris is up there playing now. He's just talking to him. He's talking about how he won the. He actually won it. It's almost twenty years ago to the day um, when he won um, his uh, World Series of Poker main event for just eighty six dollars to start. That is something, else. and that, and is that part of why the buy-in right there, the number eighty-six, is involved with uh with with this week at PBKC? There you go. Yeah, we're trying to bring back some of that nostalgia. So if you want to come down for eighty-six bucks, you could get to our main event, um, which is a twenty-five hundred dollar buy-in with a half million dollar guarantee. So yeah, eighty-six is the number. Eighty-six is the, is the key number. Uh, Chris turned eighty-six dollars into um, a couple million um, just twenty years ago. Uh, better chance uh, you win a poker hand over Chris Moneymaker if you're going to the Palm Beach Kennel Club or the New York Knicks come back and win this series. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Let's go with the Knicks just for this one because we're at home. If we're on the road, we'll go with the Moneymaker. All right, fair uh, enough. You know, um, but since we're we're at the Garden, we're, we're gonna give we're gonna give the edge to the Knicks. I love it. I love it. And aren't you glad we did not make that bet on Heat Knicks as we were talking about at PBKC just a little, little over a week ago. We were close. If yeah. you came up with something and you said, okay, somebody has to uh, get a tattoo on their neck of the, 
of the opposing team, it might have gotten gotten done. We were that close. It was heated. Everybody has this bright outlook for their team and how they're going to dominate, and then all <laughs> hopes get dashed as you're down 3-1 and you're looking at an elimination Wednesday. It is tough. We'll see what happens tonight. Noah, thanks so much. Good luck with the, with the work you're doing there at PBKC. We're looking forward to seeing how things go out. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks. Thanks again. That was Noah Carbone, GM of the Poker Room at Palm Beach Kennel Club and also, sadly, a Knicks fan as his Knicks are down 3-1, uh, their their playoff hopes, their dreams of bringing the championship back, the first since the 1970 when Willis Reed trotted out there and went two for two. It's looking grim. It's looking grim. But you know what's not looking grim? Vacation plans for those Knicks. Can I get yeah. more party music again, baby? I hate ending on a bad note. You know what I'm saying? Here's what I'm here's what I'm envisioning right now. Okay, I see Josh Hart, who again he tried to take Jimmy Butler out. He tried to get him out of there game one. Didn't work out got a pina colada in his left hand in his right hand he's double fisted he's really trying to get through the pain of this postseason loss he's got like a yingling a yingling he's going pina colada yingling back and forth seems like the kind of guy that'll mix a, a cocktail with a brew he's looking out onto the beach and he sees his future first round exit second round exit he can see his future as a Knicks player and you know what it feels okay because you shouldn't cry because it's over. You should be happy that it even happened in the first place. Heat Knicks tonight. We're heating up on ESPN 106.3. That's JMP. I'm Theo Dorsey. We'll be back in a few. Go ahead, man. Take us home. It's a white-hot playoff run. After taking down the number one seed, it's time to renew the postseason rivalry between the Heat and the Knicks. We knew what we were capable of, even if nobody else outside of this building believed in us. That's fine. Things are really heating up. Presented by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Heating up is also presented by Duffy Sports Grill. Our game is always on. Over the top. To Butler. Open Jimmy Butler. Now, here's Theo Dorsey and JMP. From a middling eighth seed, from losing a play-in game, Barely squeaking into the playoffs to beating the number one overall seed in the first round. Now one win away from the Eastern Conference Finals. The Miami Heat, oh yeah, they got the Knicks on the ropes at Madison Square Garden tonight. Tip-off 7.30 here on ESPN 106.3. We're still heating up ahead of game coverage here. I'm Theo Dorsey. That's JMP, the president of Heat Culture. Yes, you did not lose your, your title. You didn't. Use, even though you called the wrong Duffy's MVP, uh, before Game Four, you didn't lose your title because, well, the Heat still reigns supreme right now. At least you got the win right. Uh, I did, so I got what? Is it on the line now? If the, on the line, if, so if the Knicks win, oh, it's got demoted. It's got to be. You're at least, at the very least, we're going to have to have a meeting about it. We're By the way, have have speak, speaking of Duffy's, I was thinking about like Noah was talking about our, our guest in the last segment from the Palm Beach Kennel Club's talking about how you know you grow up in. Jersey, you can pick the Phillies, and Nick. he's like yeah. doing a mix. Is that like the Duffy's pick too, or he's like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna take the Eagles here, yeah. but I don't want to be a Sixers fan. Give me the Knicks. Yeah, a little bit of this, a little so bit of that. weird. I'm not mad at the choice. I mean, there's a guy that just you know obviously um, rid himself of his own NFL franchise in the Carolina Panthers and joined in on the uh, the goodness <laughs> of the Kansas City Chiefs kingdom. I can't hate on somebody picking two teams from different areas. I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm a Miami Heat fan. Uh, in well, baseball, I was a Dolphins fan, and then I dropped them, and then married into a Packers family. So, wow, 
So you're a Packers? I didn't realize you were a Packers yeah, fan. Yeah, Packers fan. Go Pack Go, I guess. Front-running Packers fan. Jordan Love, you excited about Jordan Love? Uh, I'm more excited to not have to deal with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I was about to say. It's any, anything <laughs> anything else of the, uh, out, yeah, outside of that. Yeah, see how the Love train goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. Um, the Love train going really well for the Miami Heat. Kevin Love, that is. Um, and, and, and also, as he didn't have a great game for, but he also was he, he did what he needed to do. The Heat won. He have a touchdown pass. Got himself a touchdown pass. I think he's averaging one and a half per game at this point in the uh, in the postseason. But Knicks fans uh, ahead of again the Heat and Knicks tipping off Game Five at Madison Square Garden. Knicks fans, last time we were at the Garden, they were on an all time high. JMP, I don't know if you remember that because it felt like so long ago. Um, because <laughs> since then, obviously the, the Heat won Game Three and Game Four. But I do want to revisit how Knicks fans were celebrating and parading in the streets on 7th Avenue, right outside of Madison Square Garden, following the Knicks win Game 2 over the Miami Heat. Remember, it was 1-1 at this point. The Knicks felt like, oh, we've regained momentum. Obviously, Jimmy Butler wasn't there. They got a lot of help from Scott Foster and the officiating crew. But with all of that surrounding the game, despite all of that, the Knicks did get the win. And let's listen in to how the Knicks fans were gracious in victory in the streets following that win. Whoops. Okay. So if you couldn't understand, they were saying F the heat. F the heat. Which is, you know, it, it's fair. You know, you're over there. You're a heated rival. A lot what of history. What an original cheer. I mean, we're not expecting them to be creative. I mean, their <laughs> offense for their own basketball team isn't creative. Fair enough. Their offense is throw the ball to, to Julius Randle or, or Jalen Brunson. Somebody maybe set a screen. Everybody else get the hell out of the way and we'll see what happens. So I'm not, I'm not surprised by the lack of creativity. Um, I'm also not surprised by how rude it was, um, but maybe they're surprised by the fact that now when they return to the Garden, it, it's uh, they're in a little bit more of a compromising situation than night, JMP. Yeah, and uh, you know what? You mentioned a key name, Scott Foster. Um, the extender will not be a part of the officiating crew tonight. Uh, and neither will the great equalizer, Tony Brothers. <laughs> uh, I was expecting that both of these guys were going to be officiating tonight, that they were going to put them both on there. But I guess the NBA has decided, you know what, Let, let's turn our attention to, we got a, a great Sixer-Celtics series. Yeah. You know, maybe the Warriors can can make this a game. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's uh, John Goble, Eric Lewis, and Carl Lane. Well, here's the thing. So the, the NBA league office, they were thinking about putting the extender on it, right? They were thinking about Tony Brothers, maybe. And as they were gathering up all of their intel, getting their officiating crews ready, then they heard the Knicks post game, And then they heard Julius Randle, who, again, let's listen back to Julius Randle here, who, again, if, if Julius Randle maybe said something inspiring in his postgame that led the league office to feel like, okay, maybe he'll give us enough to where if we give him a few whistles, the Knicks pull out a win, we can get a few more games out of this, more gate tickets, um, we can make something work. But then Adam Silver, up in his league office, sipping his coffee, turns on the TV, hears Julius Randle say this after the game four. It's just uh, maybe they want it more. I don't know. That's been who we are all year, and uh, we got to find a way to, you know, step up and, and make those plays if we want to keep the season alive. Yeah, yeah. Not gonna waste their time on that. It's funny too, JMP. We've we've uh, we've been doing heat hate. We won't necessarily do heat hate today on heating up because really, um, <laughs> the biggest reason is well, the Knicks fans have turned on Julius Randle and their team. Right? They're they're out of it. They're kind of conceding defeat. Julius Randle himself has sounded like he's waving the, the white flag. And just like you stated last time, every show you turn on, 
every podcast you listen to, most radio stations outside of ESPN 106.3, because obviously we give you the best and the greatest, especially on the Miami Heat at every turn. Not even talking about this series anymore. It's radio silence because I feel like that's how they expect the Garden to be tonight uh, when things do tip off at 7.30. Yeah, and I feel like the Heat absolutely love this. Mm. Like, they love the fact that, you know, now you've got a Philadelphia three games to two lead on Boston, and now, you know, we could talk about, is that going to be it for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Maybe Jalen Brown wants out. And could it be the end of the Warriors as that series is three games to one? And you've got Phoenix and Denver and, you know, that, that series. Kevin Durant, yeah. Yeah, and Kevin Durant. And, and, and those guys one game away. And, yeah, nothing. It's nothing just, about this, this Heat-Knicks series. It's just nothing as salacious about saying, well, it looks like Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson are on the ropes. I will say, like, like all right. I will say, though, like, I was thinking about, you know, memorable moments in, like, playoff series and stuff. Yeah. Like, this is great from a Heat standpoint because, again, I I still can't believe as a Heat fan watching this team in the regular season, Mm. watching this team three minutes away from not even making it to the playoffs, being in this position where they're one game away from getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, being the exact same situation that they were last year. That's amazing in itself. But, like, I don't know if there's been – there hasn't been that signature moment in this series. It's kind of been, like, from a – just from an overall standpoint, yeah. it's been, yeah, well, the Heat have been the better team, and, you know, Julius Randle seems ready to go to the DR. It, yeah, exactly. Look, it's, it's, it's been a re- relatively um, just, just a not non-memorable because there were some good games and good moments, but like you said, not as dramatic. Like the games that the Heat have won, they just have dominated and won, and it's been like a 10-point gap for the majority of the games. How about we do this then, JMP? In, in anticipation for what's about to happen tonight, which will be a big moment for the Heat, um, in a Heat-Knicks rivalry. Can we do the top five Heat-Knicks moments in NBA history? Do we have – I know you're the Rolodex here on this yeah. because you lived 97 through uh, 2000. And by the way, Theo, shout-out to our friends at Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. If you were in an accident, if you got injured on the job, if you got workers' comp issues, if you had a slip-and-fall accident – Call Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. They're going to help you take back control of your life. They answer the phone 24 hours a day. Consultation's always free, and you'll always speak directly to an attorney about your case. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. So when we come back here, ahead of Game 5, tipping off Heat Knicks. Again, the Heat looking to close out the Knicks. We're going to give you the top five Heat Knicks moments in NBA history, as well as Duffy's MVPs and predictions for tonight, even though I think you know which way JMP and I are going to go. He's JMP. I'm Theo Dorsey. We're heating up on ESPN 106.3. Go ahead, man. Take us home. It's a white-hot playoff run. After taking down the number one seed, it's time to renew the postseason rivalry between the Heat and the Knicks. We knew what we were capable of, even if nobody else outside of this building believed in us. That's fine. Things are really heating up. Presented by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Heating up is also presented by Duffy Sports Grill. Our game is always on. Over the top. To Butler. Over there. Jimmy Butler. Now, here's Theo Dorsey and JMP. 
It is close out Wednesday. Close out Wednesday, not just for the Florida Panthers, but also the Miami Heat, Madison Square Garden, the site that'll be the scene as the Heat put to rest the next season tonight at the Mecca. 3-1, the Heat lead the series, 7.30 tip-off on TNT. You can hear it here on ESPN 106.3 as the coverage continues. We still are heating up. We're heating up, baby. The eight-seed Miami Heat looking to make it to the conference finals and await the winner of the Sixers and the Celtics. I'm Theo Dorsey. That's JMP. Before we get back in the Heat Knicks talk, can I just get quickly from you, JMP? Who would you rather see out of Sixers, Celtics? Obviously, the Sixers just went up 3-2 in that series. Feels like the Celtics have the better team, but they don't know how to win in the playoffs together for some reason, even though they've been playing in the playoffs together for the past decade. Yeah, I'd rather see the Boston Celtics. I would yeah. not have said that at the beginning of this uh, playoffs, but I would rather see the Boston Celtics because uh, I think that they ha- he'd have a major coaching advantage. Eric Spolstra against Joe Mazzulla, mm-hmm. who is uh, not doing his team any favors. His solution to everything has been, hey, we should shoot more threes. Yeah, we got to shoot the three ball more. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, when they miss the three ball, they lose a lot, and that's been the problem for the Celtics, and that's what happened to them in game five. But back to Heat Knicks. Heat Knicks tips off here in just... Uh, a few moments here, 7.30 tip-off at Madison Square Garden. Before we get Game 5, which will be a pivotal moment in the Heat-Knicks rivalry, which is something that defines South Florida because all of the New Yorkers here in South Florida and, of course, the Heat fans in Miami and Dade County and then also in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. JMP, you've lived it. You especially lived it in the late 90s when the Heat and the Knicks faced off in those pivotal four straight playoff series as well as 2012 as well and this year. So we want you to give out the top five Heat Knicks moments, not just playoffs, but moments throughout NBA history. And I'll be your tour guide along the way. So we'll start off at number five. And Theo, these are the most memorable moments. So some of them are not necessarily great moments for Heat fan, like number five, 1999 first round playoffs, Heat up by one, Mm. and somebody has a lucky bounce on a runner to win this game and series for the Knicks, and that man is. Allen Houston. Allen Houston, a guy that lives in Heat fans' nightmares time after time. I still hear about that. I didn't live that one as much. I was younger, but you see the replays and you talk to Heat fans. That one's still sore. Number four. Number four, I'm going with this series. I'd like to rank it higher, but Theo, we haven't necessarily had that signature game. It's just been a butt-whooping, but number four, the Heat, assuming they win this series. Yeah, it would be big. An eight seed getting through the Knicks here, um, and they were not favored. And also, looking forward to a big Jimmy Butler night tonight. Number three. Number three, my one regular season submission. And it was, remember Jeremy Lin going off, had like the, like 40 points a game yeah. string for like eight or nine games. King of New York and LeBron James, Dwayne Wade. And the two-time champion Heat in 2012 decided we're going to end Lin's sanity. They were def- they were like pressing him full court. Mm. He goes one for eleven, and Jeremy Lin Lin's sanity was over. That was all. I felt bad watching that game. I remember the secondhand embarrassment because he was having fun. Jeremy Lin was Lin's sanity. He was all over the television screens. They sucked his soul out. They legitimately did. Top five Heat Knicks moments in NBA regular season and playoff history delivered by JMP here. What's number two on that list, JMP? Uh, number two, uh, this was a painful memory when it happened, but now I think like even Heat fans find it comical. It was game four of the 1998 first-round playoff series when Alonzo Mourning and Larry Johnson, former teammates, turned enemies. You knew they were going to square off. They fought in game four, and Jeff Van Gundy, who was the Knicks coach at the time, 
was on Alonzo Mourning's leg like a little puppy dog. Unfortunately, Zoe and Larry Johnson both got suspended in the Heat lost game five, but, I mean, that's still hilarious seeing it. One of the greatest pictures in NBA history. One of the greatest things to look back on and be like, what, that, that guy, the guy that's always ranting, that was him? Around yeah. his neck? Yeah, oh, that, yeah. It's that hilarious. Was him. It's hilarious. Number one on the Heat Knicks playoff and regular season history, the biggest, most memorable moments. What's number one on that list, JMP? I mean, number one is the playoff series that put the Miami Heat franchise on the map, 1997. Heat were down three games to one to the favored Knicks. P.J. Brown, Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward tries to take P.J. Brown's knee out on a free throw. He flips him over. All hell ensues. You got a bunch of Knicks players getting off the bench. That's an automatic suspension. So many Nick players were suspended that they had to stagger the suspensions between game and six <laughs> and game seven and go in alphabetical order. And a couple other things from that series. Game six, the Heat almost lost that, but come back to win late. Alonzo Mourning, of all people, hits a, a three-pointer to silence the garden. Mm. And then game seven, when Patrick Ewing and Allen Houston are back, Tim Hardaway goes off for 39 points. One of the best Heat playoff performances I've ever seen. And the Heat win that series their first huge playoff series victory. And it won't have to conjure up that much strength to beat an already defeated Knicks team most likely tonight at the Garden. We'll see what it takes. Those were the top five Heat-Knicks moments in NBA history delivered by JMP, and, and I loved most of them. It, it does suck hearing the ones about the Knicks winning just because Knicks fans are still so insufferable, even as they turn on their own players. For some reason, I just can't stand it. I can't stand these Knicks fans, man. Yeah, and there was one I did not mention because it was the first time I'd ever as, like, I was 16 years old after they lost for a third straight time. Like, I went to school, and I didn't want to talk to anybody. I was so angry, and that was, they lost in 2000. Those are the ones that hurt the most. Let's get to the Duffy's MVPs for tonight. Duffy's MVPs for tonight's Game 5. I'm going to start it off and go with the obvious pick, but I think you and Evan Cohen were a day early on this one saying Jimmy Butler goes for 40. I think Jimmy Butler has his ninth career 40-point playoff game tonight at the Garden to close out the Knicks. He was smiling and nodding in Game 2 as he couldn't help his heat, and the Knicks got by with the help of the officials as well. I think he really goes for the neck and the jugular in this one. JMP, who's your Duffy's MVP? Well, continuing the theme that I don't think the Heat need playoff Jimmy to win this series. I do think they close it out tonight. I just want to give this guy's due. He's probably not going to be the leading scorer, but the professionalism and the competitiveness of Kyle Lowry. Mm. I think Kyle Lowry has a big game off the bench and helps lead the Heat to a victory. We'll see how he comes up. He's been great off the bench for the Miami Heat. Calling all Heat fans, you, you might not make the trip to the Garden, but maybe you have a better place to watch, and that's Duffy's Sports Grill. Grab your MVP card and head to Duffy's where you can watch all of the playoff action. And if you're not an MVP, just sign up for free and start earning rewards today. Duffy's has voted the best year after year with their award-winning burgers and wings, and you can never forget about my favorite two-for-one drinks all day, every day. With over 80 TVs in each location, you'll never miss a minute of the action with Duffy'sMVP.com. Visit Duffy'sMVP.com to learn more. Duffy's, our game, is always on. Heat Knicks Game 5 coming to you in just a few moments. JMP, your prediction, do the Heat close it out in five? Heat 111. Knicks, 106. Ooh, you got a close one. I, you know what? I would go close, but I think the Knicks have already waved that white flag. They've shown their cards. I'm going to go <laughs> heat by like 20 points in this Whoa! one. Whoa! I think, there it is. I think the party starts early, baby. As the Heat get prepared for the Celtics or the Sixers, the Knicks, they already got their back packed. So we got early in the fourth quarter, Cancun hey. on three. Cancun on three. One, one two, three. Three, Cancun! Woo! I can't 
Coming to you soon. That's JMP. I'm Theo Dorsey. Next time we're heating up, we'll be talking about a whole new team. Until next time on ESPN 106.3.